Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us this week. I am your host, Robert Kuhn, and this is the Decoding Wall Street radio show where we talk about anything and everything in the world of retirement planning. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a listener that tends to join in at this hour or listen to the podcast, thank you. During the show, we talk about anything investment related, 401k, income taxes, estate planning, social security, you name it, we talk about it. I am the host and f uh, of the show, obviously, and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary, generally working with individuals 50 years or older, those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years of retirement, if that's you. Thank you for joining us. You can reach out to us by simply calling 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912, or you can text as well. If you're going to text, just please give us your name, your address, and your phone number so we can get out the information to you. A lot of great calls last week, especially. I think there's a constant theme. And in my job as a fiduciary, as a registered investment advisor, as a money manager, as a financial planner, call us what you want. I think there are a lot of different names out there that represent what it is that we do. First and foremost, we're not all created equal. And if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know that I tend to get on my soapbox because I'm a firm believer over 20 some odd years in the business that most individual investors that are listening today, and if you're currently working with an advisor, there's truly no risk management other than the stock market going up. And one thing I try to convey to those that reach out to us and we have conversations with I want to make sure that you don't need to look at CNBC or Google to see if the market's up or down to know if your portfolio is up or down. A lot of the calls recently that we're having, and I really commend people for reaching out. Sometimes it can be intimidating. Sometimes it's a pain to talk to somebody you don't know. I get it. Um, but like I always like to tell individual investors, it's certainly better than losing a lot of money. And so those that reach out to us, you know, either call or text 630-492-1912. Thank you. I enjoy it. It makes my job fun. Uh, the conversations are great. I love um, really just talking investments and learning about what it is that uh, individuals are trying to accomplish. And another thing I think when you hear, uh, especially somebody on the radio, there's, you know, they're the perceived expert in I don't know if that's right or wrong, but, you know, a lot of individuals don't think they have enough money or think they have more than enough money. And, and like what we try to explain to individual investors is what you have is what you have. If it's 100,000, great. If it's 3 million, great. If it's 500,000, great. If it's 10 million, fantastic. So what we want to do now is make sure that we're optimizing those assets and protecting them and then ultimately crafting a plan that will achieve your goals and objectives, whatever those may be. Because, you know, again, those that, you know, call in and we get to the, you know, investment 
conversation of kind of what do you own? What do you like? What don't you like? You know, what are your risks that you see? Um, you know, what are your perceived risks that you may or may not experience? Many individuals, their portfolio simply tracks the market up or down, number one. Or number two, they're not convinced that they could weather a 20 to 30% correction. And when we talk about losing money in kind of strategies that have done well during periods of market volatility, it's not to say that we think a bear market is coming. I mean, I think the probabilities of something meaningful are certainly there. Uh, you know, the markets are what the markets are. They don't think and they don't feel. And so what I think about the markets is truly irrelevant. But you don't have to go back too far to see a period of time where the markets really did nothing. And if you look at kind of that 2000 to 2010 period, you know, there's 11 year period where we had a cumulative return of, you know, just under 1%. So how and if we, that were to happen now, because I think the probability certainly is much lower returns than we've experienced. And, and I don't, again, you know, that's not a hot take as much as I like giving hot takes. That's certainly not one of them because when you listen to the talking heads and some of the people that I identify in, as, as smart who have seen all kinds of markets, you know, in many instances, you're looking at, you know, a forward uh, return rate over the next 10 years of, you know, something in the neighborhood of three to 5% if you're using traditional asset management, traditional risk management strategies. And, and that's a challenge. And it certainly, you know, shouldn't be good enough for you. But if you don't have a financial plan and if you can't model a low return environment and how that would potentially affect your goals and objectives, you should have one. And so, you know, we have a lot of people that are reaching out that actually, you know, they're within a year or two of retirement and they don't have a financial plan. And that is a huge issue because I think when you look at kind of the glide path to retirement, you know, a good advisor is going to have a financial plan with, you know, probability analysis of your assets first, you know, what your expectations are as far as income and then have realistic conversations every year, every quarter, every month during your review calls of kind of, are you on track? So if you're certainly, if you don't have that and you're within five years from retirement, it, I don't, if you don't like to reach out to people you don't know, or, or you don't think you have enough money, you know, put those things away and, and those thoughts, you know, shove them out the door. Uh, you, you truly owe it yourself to, to start have a conversation with me and my team. And Again, text or call uh, 630-492-1912. So a lot to get to this week. Um, I want to talk about market volatility. You know, market volatility, I think it's a matter of perspective. And what I like to do is I like to look at kind of the research and the marketing that the big firms are giving to you, the general public, uh, the, and then kind of dissect them and, and, you know, really kind of identify, well, this is something you really should pay attention to, or this is something that, you know, may lead you down a path that you ultimately don't want to go to. So we're going to talk about market volatility today. And certainly it is a matter of perspective. I mean, it would be nice if all of our investment uh, investing journey was always a steady uphill march. But in reality, it's it's more of sometimes a, you know, sometimes we run, sometimes we crawl, sometimes we go downhill, sometimes we go uphill. I mean, there are certainly obstacles and things that we're going to face especially now that many people of past uh, generations or past retirement periods certainly didn't face that. And, and we can spend all day on, you know, kind of risk and, and uh, what we think, you know, the headwinds that we're facing. But 
And I want to go over kind of volatility today. And then I want to talk about, you know, one of the biggest questions that I get is why are you different? Because again, we all sound the same. We all use, you know, big words. We all talk about not losing money. At least we should. But what really truly makes us different than many, many of the advisors out there? So we're going to talk about kind of our philosophy on market cycle mandates and when crafting a portfolio, how you want to make sure that you are covering yourself for an up market, for a down market, and a sideways market. What I have found is most individuals that I speak with, listeners uh, of the show, they're going to do very well in up markets. And one of the common themes that I always tell people is if the markets repeat the last 10 years, you're perfectly fine. I mean, could we outperform? Possibly. But is that going to change your lifestyle? Probably not. But what is the probability that we're going to have another 10 years of, of just absolutely record, record returns? I think slim to none. So that's when we start talking about, okay, well, your portfolio currently, you know, is going to be deficient if the markets go down and it's going to be deficient if ultimately the markets go sideways. So we're going to talk about kind of the three mandates that we like to cover, uh, you know, throughout the show today. And we'll sprinkle in, you know, kind of, you know, some uh, volatility statistics that uh, I have found that individuals are reading. And so I want to kind of go over them. But one of the most common questions that I think listeners are looking for today is they want safety. And when you say safety, that can mean so many different things when it comes to investing. And unfortunately, safety, a lot of times you, the listener, will think, well, okay, something in the bond market. And historically, bonds have been very, very safe. I mean, if you look at what interest rates have done since the mid-80s till today, you know, it's been a constant, you know, um, glide path down. Now, we've had spikes, of course, but bonds are going to do very well uh, if you're allocated correctly in a period of, of when interest rates are lowering or, or continue to go lower. It's the exact opposite when, you know, the market and interest, well, the interest rate market are expected to increase. And I think that is kind of the general consensus. So one of my big concerns is that people are looking for stability. They're still allocating portfolios or a large chunk of their portfolios to bonds. So if you listen to the show uh, in any, you know, more than just once, you probably have recognized that that's a big hot button for me and a hot take that bonds may not give you the stability ultimately that you once have had. And we have to look at what's going to give you the stability going forward. And when you look at safety, there are new, or new products that are offered by banks, that are offered by insurance companies, that are offered by other asset managers that has some very compelling characteristics of principal protection. Doesn't mean they're all good, doesn't mean they're all bad, but when you can protect your principal and still get, you know, historically four, five, six, seven, eight percent rates of return, that could be a really good bond alternative. Now there's certainly not equity alternatives, although, you know, they're sold as that by a lot of advisors out there. Um, so when we look at kind of that safety protection of your, your portfolio, we have to look at it differently. So if you're using bonds today, you know, we want to make sure that that is, uh, you first off, you know, we're not here to tell you not to use bonds, but we want to let you know beforehand uh, what could happen. And that leads me into what we're doing a lot of currently is we're doing a lot of complimentary portfolio stress tests. So if you listen to the show and you call in to 630-492-1912, Call or text. If you're going to text, make sure you 
uh, text us your uh, address, phone number, and, and email. Well, we'll have your phone number, but your email and address and name, clearly. Um, and what we're going to do is we like to stress test your current portfolio. Everything we do in life is, you know, in some way, you know, we're, we're always trying to mitigate the downside and look at what the upside is, whether it's a job, whether it's, I mean, anything, you know, candidly. But yet when it comes to investing, most individuals don't have the ability to do an institutional quality stress test of your portfolio. It, it, we're, we're giving it away complimentary. We cover the cost. You know, we can amortize it out over, you know, many, 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 uh, you know, clients and investors. So it's, it's not cost prohibitive for us. But it's a really great place to start, especially in this market. And it's, it's, I kind of let the numbers speak for themselves. What I have found is, as humans, we all think we have the best, at least most of us. We have the best this, the best that, the best advisor, the best, you know, when it comes to managing downside risk and what people think and why they think that rather is because they haven't lost money in 10 years. And, you know, a hot take, it, 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 nobody's lost money or very few people have lost money or you've had to really try to lose money over the last 10 years. So if you want to take advantage of the portfolio stress test, it is complimentary. Uh, we do, you know, we capture some information, we do a Zoom meeting, we then, you know, give you the results. And I think that's a great place to start. So with that, when we come back, we're going to talk about market cycle mandates and how to invest in up markets, down markets, and, si and sideways markets. You are listening to Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. If you want to reach out, call or text 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and we'll get you on the calendar for an introductory call. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217. Or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I am the founder and president of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are independent. We are a registered investment advisor. We are a fiduciary. Everything we do... Um, on the radio show is to encourage you to think. A lot of times we're going to talk about 401k, we're going to talk about income taxes, estate planning, you name it, we talk about it. We generally work with individuals who are 50 years or older, those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years from retirement. If that is you, you owe it to yourself if you're not 100% convinced to have a conversation with us. And the way to start that is simply call or text 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you're going to text, please give us your name, your address, and your email so we can get out the information to you. Market volatility, it's clearly back. Uh, when you look at kind of the marketing material that is presented from the big banks, the big brokerage firms, the big money managers, a lot of times it is to soothe your emotions in period of market weakness. And I love to look at that because Wall Street has done a phenomenal job of convincing us that we can't play defense. And then during this segment, we're going to talk about 
a, a very innovative way to invest is market cycle mandates and how to invest for market cycle mandates. And kind of, it, it certainly is our process, but according to a 2010 award-winning study, Robert I Ibbotson, who's, you know, of Ibbotson Associates, you know, they've identified cyclical market movements as the primary driver of investment returns. And when you look at kind of what drives market returns, 80% of market returns are driven by market movement. So think about that. I mean, it, it, that's not a hot take, but I think we're going to continuously see that number creep up simply because of computers. And when you look at many of the algorithms and many of the mathematical quantitative models, they may not be exact, but they're very similar. And I think that's why you see the big up days and the big down days. And I think you're only going to continue to see that because when money is flowing into or out of sectors, stocks, ETFs, what have you, you're going to see movement either up or down. So they have identified 80% of the market movement of returns are simply market movement. Active management is 10% and asset allocation is 10%. If you would have looked at that study 10, 15, 20 years ago, I think you would have found that 80% of your returns were actually how you allocated your assets. So, you know, investing is constantly evolving, investing in how to ultimately, you know, uh, outperform the market, lose less when the markets go down. It's always evolving. And when we construct a portfolio, we're often asked, you know, obviously what makes you different? I think that's a very big uh, point of, of, of anybody looking to make a change of an, of an investment advisor, or if you're doing it on your own, inviting an advisor to kind of help you manage your money. So when we look at kind of, you know, markets, markets can go up, markets can go down and markets can go sideways. Most of the listeners today are going to make money in an up market. They're going to lose money in a down market. And when the markets go sideways, who knows? So when we talk about portfolio construction and you then are still constructing your portfolio to capture returns simply by how you allocate your assets, you're probably going to miss out. And I think that's why so many people continuously ride the roller coaster up, but they also ride the roller coaster down. So mandate one, which is where most people put all of their money, we categorize it as beta. It's really nothing more than the market. These types of strategies are going to stay fully invested in all market conditions. And that means you're going to own the good times and you're going to also own the bad times. That there are very very, uh, well, certainly where the market is today, there are a lot of conserves or concerns that I have by having all of that money and just that beta mandate of really just capturing the market. But the key characteristics of that, your source of risk and return, it truly just simply depends upon the market direction. It's less reliant on active management. So the role in the portfolio is to capture and fully participate in market returns, long-term growth, effectively managing longevity and inflation risk is hopefully the markets ultimately going up. So mandate one is where we find almost all investors that we talk with, certainly, you know, kind of that under a uh, uh, million dollar mark and, and even under that three to $4 million mark, we see most of individuals money in that mandate. So what that means is you, you have truly no risk management other than the markets going up. 
And then you pay an advisor a fee for the right to soothe you in years like last year when the markets were down, you know, 35, 40% at one time. Now they snapped right back. But what if they didn't? What if we experience another 2001, 2000, or 2000, 2001, 2002, where we're down, you know, 9%, 13%, and 22% plus or minus? What if we have subsequent down years? You're paying a fee. Your only portfolio risk management is an up market. Well, you're really kind of, you know, running uphill with a, you know, 100 pound bag on your shoulders. You're just not giving your portfolio the best chance to succeed. And that's, where mandate two comes in to our portfolio construction process. So we're not saying we want to abandon, you know, the market and long-term growth. We're just saying that you don't want hundred percent of your money in that. And if you do have hundred percent of your money in that, and if you're simply tracking the market up and down, call or text 630-492-1912. And we can have a conversation 630-492-1912, because what we want to talk about is adding mandate two, which is active. And that's really turning frustration into opportunity. And if you look at years like last year, if you had a large chunk of your money inside of an active portfolio, there's a good chance that you were able to, the money managers were able to raise cash, not huge cash positions. We're not trying to make, you know, 100% allocation changes, but doing it in tranches. But ultimately during the COVID uh, bear market last year, albeit it was very quick, many managers got up to 50% cash last year, and then they were able to put the work. So, that, so that's the defensive nature, right? But by being defensive, you can actually turn that market frustration on the downside into opportunity. So then you were able to put the money to work at lower prices, and net-net, many managers, certainly the manager that we have for our growth sleeve, they were up almost 40% last year. Now, past performance is an indicative of future results, but if you had all of your money in mandate one, which was the market, yes, you were up 18%. Not bad. That's assuming you didn't make any changes when the world was coming to an end. And if you're 50 or older and you're working with an advisor that didn't make any changes during that period, well, there's really truly no risk management in place. And gut feel doesn't work. Mathematics, statistics, quantitative analysis, and quantitative money management styles are certainly, you know, I'll trust the math over human emotions any day of the week. The point being is if you rode the market up, rode it down, and then rode it back up last year, it worked for you. It may not, I mean, 18%, but would you rather have 38? Well, certainly I would, but it may not work for you if the markets don't immediately snap back. So you want to consider a portion of your asset allocation, and everybody's going to be different. It may be 20%, it may be 80%. It's just really trying to determine what goals and objectives you're trying to accomplish. But mandate two is like we mentioned is uh the active mandate and when you look at this these are strategists or money managers that are highly flexible and able to adjust for changing market conditions their active approach uh, allows them to increase and decrease their exposure to the markets based upon in our instances the managers that we utilize mathematics and statistics that's what generally wins the day and when you look at the big money managers who have had the greatest success over an extended period of time, generally speaking, they're quant funds, they're, you know, quantitative analysis, it's math and it's science more so than money management. And when you look at mandate two, a lot of the key characteristics here, the source of the risk and return 
it's increasingly dependent on the active manager's decisions to vary exposure to the equity market. And the role in the portfolio is it's, it's 100% flexible. The allocation is designed to actively manage risk while opportunistically allocating to attractive asset classes. That's what Wall Street does with their money. Yet they want to push every single, in it, well, I don't want to generalize like that, but the bulk of what they recommend is 100% mandate one, which is the market. Simply write it up, simply write it down, let us collect the fee, let us actively manage our firm money, which would we would never just buy and set it and forget it uh, and, and utilize active, you know, mandate two, which is active. So mandate one, the market, mandate two, active. And we want to make sure that, again, by having those two mandates, you are giving yourself the best chance to succeed, whether the market's up or down. And then we're coming up against a break here, but I'll get to mandate three quickly. It's a, the diversifier. And when you look at strategies that are in the diversifier mandate, they are designed to disengage from market movement and provide new sources of potential uh, return and risk when the markets are going down drastically. These types of strategies are um, structured notes. They're, well, there's all kinds of strategies that are offered from banks and insurance companies, but the point being is that their return in the diversifier mandate is independent of whatever's happening in the stock or bond market. So it's the equity market. So when you look at portfolio construction, here's a challenge that I want to challenge you. Think about your portfolio. Are you 100% certain that if the markets were up, you would make money? You know, everybody's going to probably say yes. What if the markets go down 15 or 20%? How much of your portfolio is geared to thrive during that type of a market? Probably most don't know that answer, and most of you listening probably don't have that mandate too, which is which is certainly active. We again, we want to turn frustration into opportunity, which I think we're going to have a whole lot more of. And then number three, mandate three is the diversifier. What percentage of your portfolio is going to uh, the returns are going to be derived independent of the stock market? There are principal protection strategies for some of your money that you can get six to 8% and not have to worry about the risk of the stock market. Now, to some people, they may wanna overweight that mandate. To other people, they may just wanna use it as a bond replacement. But when we look at portfolio construction, I know I got a little detailed here in this segment, but how much of your portfolio is disengaged from the market but can still give you good rates of return? That's portfolio construction. Portfolio construction is having strategies in place at the end of the day that can handle all markets, not just an up market. And I'm here to tell you, there's probably a high likelihood if you're working with an advisor or if you're doing it on your own, you're only gonna be successful in one type of market and that's the market going up. That's not good enough with where the markets are today. Let's have a conversation about adding the other two. Let's stress test the portfolio to see, you know, how well your portfolio will do in down markets. Start that conversation with us at calling or texting 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you're going to text, please give us your name, your email, and your address. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. 
In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217, or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217, or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. On the show, we talk about 401k, income taxes, estate planning, Social Security, you name it, we talk about it. If you're 50 years or older in retirement or within five to 10 years of retirement, you generally are the type of individual investors that we work with. If you want to have a conversation and get on our calendar for an initial introductory call, please call or text. You can text 630-492-1912, and you can call 630-492-1912. If you are going to text, just please give us your name, your address, and your phone number so we can get the information out to you. So as we talked about uh, the first couple segments, you know, last segment got a little detailed in that, you know, we talked about mandates of investing and what kind of makes us different. Uh, studies have shown today that 80% of the returns of the market are nothing more than movement, whether it's up or down, which I think is not a hot take, but the markets also, they can go up and they can also go down. And we talked about the three mandates, beta, which is just owning the market, uh, active, which is our mandate two, and then diversifier, which is mandate three. Most people listening today only have beta, which is the market. It's mandate one. It's the you know buy and hold philosophy that you're going to hold through the good times and you're going to hold through the bad times. And that allocation is you know shouldn't be a hundred percent, which probably at least in our opinion, which it probably is for you. And what that means is you're just not giving your portfolio the best chance to succeed ultimately when the market's correct, which is why we want to look at. Uh, mandate two, which is active management, and then certainly mandate three, which is the diversifier. Now, what makes it unique to you is each of those mandates, the percentages amongst, you know, 10 people sitting in a room, they may be completely different. Um, one may be, you know, more of a buy and hold, one may be more active, or, you know, if you're in retirement or nearing retirement, and you don't want to lose the nest egg that you have, maybe we look at 40 to 50% in the diversifier strategy where you can still get decent rates of return, but you eliminate the possibility of loss. And so we wanna make sure again, that you have access or exposure to all three rather than just the one, because if you have just the market and you're in that buy and hold philosophy, you're simply as good as whatever's going on in the market. And that candidly is a dangerous game to play. Now, don't hear when we talk about active, don't hear we're trying to outguess the market, we're trying to outsmart the market, we're trying to be, you know, uh, try to call peaks, call, uh, you know, tops, call bottoms. That's not the case at all. It's just using cash and allocations to cash during periods of market weakness to first mitigate the frustration of losing, but then also to get the uh, opportunistic by putting the money to work at uh, certainly lower levels. And that's ultimately how you make money in the market. A downturn actually could be good news for investors if 
you're allocated uh, correctly. And that's that's the challenge. So a market correction is is just that. A market correction is what the name implies. It's a 10% drop in stock prices that occurs when the market rally has gotten a little ahead of itself. And when we talk about active money management, we're not trying to not participate in market corrections. Market corrections are just part of investing. And, and I hesitate when we talk about active money management and we talk about utilizing cash and managers that are quantitative in nature, which means they rely more on mathematics and statistics rather than human emotions and uh, kind of fundamental analysis. We're not trying to mitigate corrections. Corrections are just going to happen. The managers that, well, if, especially if you, if you look at kind of, let's go back to the aftermath of the financial crisis where stocks were certainly the go-to investment for more than a decade. We'd been riding a high for so long that many of us found ourselves caught off guard by the severe but very brief uh, market correction due to COVID-19. And when you look at just last year, even during COVID-19, when the market started to drop more than 10%, many people still sat there and they wrote it all the way down where the quant, uh, the quant managers or certainly the managers that we utilize, they actually started to raise a few percentage points of cash, 30%, 40%, and then ultimately 50%. And then they were able to put that money to work at lower levels. So the old adage um, in life, I think, is you want to buy things on sale, right? Everything we do in the world is we want to buy things on sale, whether it's the house we want to buy or whether it's clothes or it's food or it doesn't matter what it is. We want to get a good deal. But yet when it comes to investing, given that most of you who are listening today are fully invested other than a few percentage points of cash so the advisory fee can be paid, what happens when the markets drop substantially? You don't have any fresh capital to put to work at ultimately lower levels. So a correction isn't a crash. And you want to, if you listen to CNBC and if you listen to, you know, some of the shows on there, my, one of my, uh, you know, favorite shows is Fast Money. And if you look at, listen to what those guys are saying, they're always talking about valuations. They're always talking about, is this investment a good opportunity ultimately to make money? And what makes an investment good? Well, the probability of it going up are much higher than the probabilities of it going down. So think about the way that the professionals are managing their money. But yeah, when it comes to your portfolio, you're fully invested at all times, no matter what happens in the market. So yeah, you're going to make money when the markets go up. But what do you have, well, unless you come into a big pool of money or a big sum of money to put to, you know, to work at prices, you know, at lower levels when the prices are going down. But when the markets do go down, what, how do you take advantage of it? And that's why I think so many people in today's, uh, certainly in today's environment, they're just on that Wall Street roller coaster. They're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. And then hopefully longer term that the markets are up. And, and that certainly has been the case. But what happens if we go through a 10-year period again, like we did in the early 2000s, where that wasn't the case? And if you get to kind of that 50-year-old mark and 60-year-olds, and certainly in the 70s, you can't really, that's not, that's a recipe for disaster. And those are the things that, that we want to, to change because 
yes, we want to create a sensible plan and stick with it. And a lot of things that we talk about, certainly on the radio show and, and absolutely when we get together is portfolio construction. You only want to stick with something it gives, if it gives you the best opportunity to succeed in all markets. And, you know, those conversations that we're having, um, you know, have been really, really enlightening. And I think they've been enlightening to, to individual investors that we're not trying to change what you're doing. We're trying to enhance it. So instead of making money when the markets are up, now you have the opportunity to actually make money when the markets are down or the markets go sideways. So if you want to start that conversation, generally it's a 15, 20 minute call just to learn a little bit about you, uh, for you to learn a little bit about us. And if, if we're a good fit for each other, then we can take it to, you know, the next level. Uh, but call or text 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And we'll certainly get you on the calendar. Uh, if you are going to text us, uh, just we ask that you please give us your name, your email, and uh, your address so we can get uh, the information out to you. It, and it, I want to kind of continue on, you know, with that kind of philosophy of, you know, that, that I hear a lot about, you know, kind of some adages and, and, and whatnot of little sayings um, that, you know, sell in May and go away. And, I mean, there's a million of them out there. But one of them that we hear a lot of is be greedy when others are fearful. And the more the market goes down, the more I like to buy. Who said that? I'll give you just a few seconds to think about that. The more the market goes down, the more I like to buy. Well, that was said by Warren Buffett as he bought stocks during a sell-off in 2014. So what does Warren Buffett probably have that you don't have, I mean, other than the obvious, right? I mean, he's one of the richest men in the world, but he has a constant, constant access to new capital. And so when the markets are down, he's not having to sell something to buy something. So he is able to, yes, of course you want to be fearful when others are greedy because he has a, a, a permanent stream or permanent access to capital. So when the markets go down, he can actually buy a lot and he is actually buying on sale, which is fantastic. How does, but if you don't have that constant, you know, access to capital to put to work when the markets go down, well, then how do you take advantage of market sell-offs? How can you be greedy when others are fearful? People are only fearful if they're hundred percent of their money is in mandate one, which is just the market, which again, you're just going to own the market up, down, you're going to own it. And if the markets are down 15 or 20%, well, that's when you become fearful. But if you have mandate two and mandate three, which is active management and then a true diversifier, well, now you have the opportunity to actually be greedy when others are fearful because mandate two is active management. So generally speaking, when you have a quantitative strategy in place, you're looking at when the markets start to drop based upon mathematics, there is a set percentage that ultimately is raised to cash. It's done to protect, but then also to get greedy. Most people who just have that buy and hold philosophy, you're, you, you don't have that opportunity. And so again, if we go back to what Roger Ibbotson said, which if you don't know who he is, I mean, just do a little bit of research, Google Robert Ibbotson, 80% of the movement of the 80% of the returns of the market are just movement. And we have to remember that movement is up and movement is also down. 
So yes, we want our clients, we want our investors to be fearful when or greedy when others are fearful. But to do that, you have to be constructed appropriately to begin with, not just sit there and say, you know, call your advisor and say, hey, the market's down 25%, 30%, what are we doing? Well, just sit and wait, it's ultimately gonna come back. Who in the, don't pay for that type of money management. I don't wanna get into my soapbox uh, too much here, but that, that's not money management. Well, I guess it is money management, but that's not money management that we would prefer, that I would personally accept because if we've learned anything is the unexpected happens and it happens more frequently than we think. And so we have to today make sure that no matter what happens in the market, that our portfolios can withstand it. I think that's one of the reasons we're doing a lot of the portfolio stress tests for listeners that call in because they want to see, you know, I'm told one thing, I feel possibly something else. Well, let's see if my portfolio could handle an 87 or a 2000, 2001 and two, or 2008 or 2014, uh, 2018, or a last year, you know, when, when the markets, you know, dropped in a COVID situation. So let's just see. So that's what we're doing a lot of. And if you uh, want to take advantage of that, uh, simply call us or text 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. We're going to talk about CDs and we're going to talk about bonds and are they as safe as you think in the last segment. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street. I am host Robert Kuhn. I am the founder and president of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisor. We're a fiduciary. We talk on this show about anything and everything related to investing. Hopefully something piques your interest and we give you something to think about, investigate more, and we try to challenge your thoughts and challenge the status quo simply because our job is to create portfolios that can weather all markets, not just one market, which is an up market, like most of listeners uh, have today, truly no risk management in place. So we try to change that. If you are 50 years or older or within five to 10 years of retirement or are in retirement, that generally is the clients that we work well and best with. You can certainly uh, call us to start the conversation, have an introductory call, get on our calendar. It's a 15 to 20 minute call, answer any questions that you may have. No questions are too big and certainly no questions are too small. You can call 630-492-1912 or you can also text 630-492-1912. If you are going to text, please simply leave your name and your phone, uh, we have your phone number, but name, address, and email so we can get the information out to you. 
talked a lot of today, obviously, about risk. I mean, that's generally what we talk a lot about. And there's still people, if you can believe it, who are utilizing CDs uh, for uh, asset management or protection. And, you know, I like to say are CDs as safe as you think. The so-called safety of CDs could actually introduce far more risk than you anticipate, especially if your CDs automatically roll over. Currently, interest rates are great for borrowing money. I don't know. Uh, these are, you know, I looked at the averages of uh, CD yields are a few months dated, but, uh, you know, and, and this doesn't include uh, uh special, you know, teaser type rates, whether they're six months or a year or, or what have you. Six-month yield uh, national average is 0.16. One-year average, 0.29. Five-year average, 0.44. So don't shoot the messenger if you just found, hey, Rob's wrong. I said I could, I can get a CD at my local bank for 1%. Well, congratulations. We're still talking about uh, 1%. So obviously, you know, interest rates are certainly low. And when you look at risk mitigation when it comes to investing, the we're always trying to mitigate risk. So one of the ways to mitigate risk is to do something safe. And a lot of people will consider CDs as safe. And it's safe in one regard in that you're not going to lose principal. So that certainly is safe. But what about interest rate risk? What about inflation and taxes? So we're really just bringing in other risks that you may or you may not know uh, exist. And a lot of that also comes with, um, you, we can say CDs, but we can also you know, classify that as bonds. And when you look at bonds today, you know, if you've listened to the show today, you certainly know that my concern is that's not going to be the stabilizer that you think it's going to be as interest rates start to rise. And, and if we see a you know big dip in the market, that may not be there as a form of protection that you thought it was going to be. So many investors and, and candidly, so many investment advisors, what they look at when they're constructing a portfolio is what has done well in the past. And, and that can be you know, very, very dangerous because just because something looked uh, did well in the past, it absolutely positively doesn't mean it's going to do well in the future. You know, when we say that, you know, past performance isn't indicative of future results, well, first off, you're saying it for compliance purposes because just because we state a set rate of return, we don't want you to make your sole investment decision based upon that because that doesn't mean just because it did well, that it's going to do well. So you hear that past performance is an indicative of future results. And when I look at what the average investor has and what we classify the average investor to be is someone who has between kind of $100,000 of investable assets up to that kind of the $5 million mark. When we talk about the average investor, that's generally who we are classifying as the average investor. And the average investor has historically used fixed income as a component of their portfolio to do well when the markets don't do well. So you have all heard a balanced portfolio, 70-30, for example, or 60-40. I believe it's the 60-40 portfolio that since the mid-80s has actually done around 10%. That is fantastic. So if you 
are doing research or if your advisor is doing research and they say, okay, let's look at what has done well because I can sit here and I can illustrate that to you and show you that this is what you would have done. Well, it's just a very simple process. It makes the investor feel comfortable. And then along, you know, boom, you put it in and then away you go. Well, the go forward for the next 10 years anticipated rate of return for a 60-40 portfolio is only around three, three and a half, four percent. So let's let's be generous here, three to four percent. So that's probably not good enough. And the reason being, and this is what we started out the you know the top of the segment with, was CDs. So yes, CDs you're mitigating market risk, but you're you're bringing into play interest rate risk, inflation risk, tax tax risk, and it's the same thing with with um, with fixed income. You're bringing all of or bonds. You're bringing all of that into the equation. Where yes, you might mitigate equity risk and stock market risk, but maybe the interest rate risk is more risky than the stock market. So we want to make sure that if you are still utilizing a balanced portfolio, that you at least before interest rates rise and the markets drop, that you at least know what you could have as an alternative. And that's what the whole show is about, is making sure that what you think you have, A, will deliver no matter what happens in the marketplace, no matter what the markets do, whether they're up, whether they're down, whether they're sideways, whether we see big dips, whether we see big moves up. You know, being market agnostic, I think, is a good money manager. And that's kind of how we feel. We don't care what way the markets go because our clients are what we believe um, their portfolios are can handle, you know, any uh, markets, and then ultimately we can lose less so we can compound more. So if you want to have that conversation, uh, simply give us a call uh, or a text. You can call 630-492-1912. You can text as well, 630-492-1912. If you are going to text, please text your name, your address, and your email so we can get the information out to you. And then we only got a, a, f a few minutes uh, before the end of the show, but I want to we're also getting a lot of questions about the economy and we're getting a lot of questions we hear over and over and over again from listeners who have missed out on the recent run in the market because the economy is bad and the markets had a correct. And as you, if you've talked with us for any length of time, you know, the markets don't think or feel the economy is not the stock market. In fact, stocks have generated positive returns on average during economic contractions. So, the economy is just not the stock market. The stock market, like I mentioned, doesn't think and it doesn't feel. And that's why it's proven over any extended period of time that you give yourself the best chance to succeed if you're working with money managers or an advisor that has access to money managers that don't care what happens in the market, that don't that does not need the market, that do not need rather the market to go up to make money. And that type of money management style is quantitative analysis. And those, that's probably new to many listeners out there because most people are still stuck in that, you know, 1980s, 1990s way of managing risk, which is kind of asset allocation, buy and hold, and, you know, hope ultimately when you need these assets, which is generally you know, certainly in retirement, but five to 10 years to retirement, that you don't see a correction of 20, 30, 40%. Because what happens if something 100% out of your control, you have absolutely positively no control of what's going to happen in the market, 
What if you just happen to retire in the wrong period where you've amassed this money, but then you give half of it back or you give 30% of it back or you give 20% of it back. And it's, it's, that is a real possibility when you're, you're not bringing in kind of, you know, today's acts, uh, you know, risk management strategies. So I kind of went off on a, a tangent there, but the economy is not the stock market. So what is in the name? A recession is an extended period of declining economic uh, output, wages, employment, industrial production, and generally sales. When you look at a recession, it's not the same as a bear market. The stock market is based on expectations for the economy and generally, you know, six to 12 months. So stocks, they can certainly move up, they can move down during a recession, but a recession isn't a bear market. And my fear is that if we see the headwinds are certainly economy, the headwinds are certainly geopolitical, national debt. I mean, good gosh. I mean, you know, you have a COVID variant, you know, the market's either going to go up or down, you know, it, it's just out completely out of our control. You have ballooning debt, like I just mentioned, you have interest rates that are probably going to be forced to start to go up. So having tailwinds, which if you're flying an airplane and you have a tailwind, you're going to get to where you need to go faster. You know, I think those days are over. We're now shifting into a headwind. So it's going to become more imperative now than ever to make sure that you're giving your portfolio the best chance to succeed when the markets go up, when the markets go down, and when the markets go sideways. So, you know, that's what we do. Uh, for those of you that are, are new listeners to us, it's something that we are very passionate about. For those of you that we've had conversations with, thank you. I truly enjoy the conversations. A lot of times people who text in, more times than not, they become clients. If they don't, that, that we did our job if we educated them. That's what we can control, is we can control making sure that Mr. or Mrs. Client, you think you have this, well, you actually have that. And if this happens in the market, it's going to affect your portfolio in a way that you don't anticipate or expect. That's our job. Our job isn't to try to get every single person that calls in to be a client. Certainly we get you know, more than our fair share, but our job is to 100% educate you on how to provide and craft a portfolio that will give you the best chance to succeed. And if you're working with an advisor, generally speaking, you, those are the ones that what you think you have, you probably don't have. So with that being said, if you want to start the conversation with us, uh, you know, it, December is generally a slower time of the month. The last two weeks of the month are certainly slower for us. So we have a lot of opportunity to have new conversations uh, with individuals who text or call in. Way to get on my calendar and set aside some time to have a conversation with me is simply text or call. You can call 630-492-1912. If you're going to text 630-492-1912, we just ask you leave your name, your address, and your email. Until next week, have a great week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. 
any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.